Hey, it's the Mark Butler Show, episode 59. Last night I got an email from a friend telling me that she had gotten her very first paid life coaching client, and she's very excited, and I'm very excited for her. It is a huge deal when you make the transition from never having had a paid client to getting even one person to pay you. That, that transition from zero to one is a big moment because it's the first time that you have actual physical evidence, proof that other people will pay you for the work that you want to do. I think it's important to stop and to celebrate that moment. Too many people are getting that first paying client and then saying, well, I got one, but it's only one. No, it's one. Celebrate that. If one person will say yes to you, then an unlimited number of people will say yes to you. It's just a matter of reaching them. So I'm celebrating with my friend, and the first time you get your first paying client, I want to celebrate with you too because it's a huge deal. I asked my friend, what was the offer you made? And she said, I offered a certain number of sessions for a certain price, and I told the prospect if she would sign up today, then I would discount it a certain percentage. Maybe she added a couple other bonuses. I'm not sure. I don't remember the email perfectly. But she said, I want to get your opinion on my offer. Of course, I'm happy to do that. And what better place than to do it right here on the Mark Butler Show. Of course, there was nothing at all wrong with the offer that my friend made. It sounds like she made it confidently. Here's what I want to do for you. Here's how much I want you to pay me. Brilliant. What I want to talk about is the psychology of discounting, the psychology of offering bonuses, and the psychology of doing neither of those. So first, let's talk a little bit about discounting. There is a clothing brand that I've kind of fallen in love with over the last year called Untuck It. Untuck It makes shirts that are specifically designed not to be tucked in. And I was a little bit skeptical because I don't really buy clothes online. I don't really buy clothes at all for that matter. But I don't really buy clothes online. But I wanted to give this brand a shot, so I ordered several shirts And they came really quickly. Great, amazing service. The shirts were, for me, relatively expensive, something like $90 each. The shipping was really quick. I returned most of the shirts. I got amazing customer service. I just have every reason to be in love with this brand. And even though I'm not a guy who would typically spend $80, $90 on on one kind of business shirt, one work shirt, I love this brand now. Well, now I'm on their email list, of course. And the emails are coming in. What I've noticed is that almost every email I get from Untuck It offers me some sort of discount, talks about some sort of sale. 25% off our best sellers, 50% until Friday, 30% on flannels, whatever. It's just, it's this steady stream of sales and discount offers. And I've been very interested to watch how my brain is reacting to this barrage of discount offers. It's not that I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's not that I'm bothered or annoyed that they're doing this because I really like their clothes and I I want to buy more clothes from them. What I'm noticing is the more they talk to me about discounts, the more they're cheapening themselves in my mind. In fact, it's getting to the point where as they offer me more and more sales and discounts, I'm starting to feel a little bit nervous that they're in trouble as a company. My thought process being, and I'm I'm probably totally wrong. I have no knowledge of the company, no idea what's going on there. But as they keep sending me discount offers, I'm starting to think maybe they're struggling. Maybe they have to constantly be offering these discounts because if they don't, they're about to go out of business. I don't want them to go out of business. So I'm having this nervousness and I'm starting to view them as a weaker brand or 
a brand that might even be in jeopardy instead of where I started with them, which was viewing them as kind of high-end or higher-end for me, for, for this type of buyer apparently, which is me, instead of viewing them as kind of this higher ticket, more of a luxury for me and amazing customer service and sort of a brand that I admire, they're starting to transition in my mind to being a brand that I'm worried about and that I wonder if they're kind of weak. And their steady, constant discounting is actually starting to make me wonder if I'm the only one who really loves their brand. Because this this constant discounting is making me wonder if other people aren't buying from them, so they have to constantly be discounting to move any units through their business. I have no idea if any of that's right. But just notice how the, how the constant discounting is playing on my psychology. Contrast that with a clothing brand or a, or a clothing company like uh, Nordstrom. Nordstrom does a sale, what, a couple times a year? I don't know. But when I think about Nordstrom, I don't think, well... I'm going to hold out. I'm going to hold off for a while because that'll probably go on sale. When I think about Nordstrom, I think to myself, I'm going to walk in there. A very nice professional person is going to hold my hand and baby step step me through the choice of clothes, belts, shoes, whatever I want to buy that day. I'm going to spend what is to me a lot of money on those clothes, but I will enjoy every single step of that shopping process, period. I love Nordstrom. Nordstrom could not occupy a stronger place in my brain in terms of how I view them as a brand and how I view the quality of their work and their service. I think Untuck It could occupy the same place in my brain, but as they throw discounts at me over and over again, I'm starting to doubt them. So how does that relate to my friend, the life coach? How does that relate to her offer? She offered a certain number of sessions for a certain price. I think that's great. I don't know, by the way, I don't know about the conversation she had with her client, but it sounds like the main focus was the number of sessions and the price. And I would encourage her, I would encourage you to make sure that the focus of the sales conversation is not the number of sessions, but the result the client will get from the experience. Maybe that was the case. But what it sounds like was, We were building a lot of value into the number of sessions, and then we were using this discount lever to try to create some urgency in the sale. You can use discounts to create urgency, but just like my experience with Untuck It, using discounts comes at a cost, not just the financial cost of the money you're giving up by giving the discount, but it comes at a psychological cost to your prospect. Because now she thinks of you as a person who gives discounts. And whether she's aware of it or not, you've now occupied that space in her head. The biggest problem with that is not in today's interaction. It's not in the current program that she's signing up for. It's in future interactions that she might have with you. When she's interacting with you, the coach, she might think to herself, well, she's offering this today, but last time she gave me a great deal. I hope she'll give me a great deal again this time. What's even worse, potentially, is when she gives you referrals. When she's telling the story of your relationship, of your interaction with her, to her friend, 
who's suffering the same problem. And she's talking about, maybe you should work with my friend, the coach. Part of that story is now the discount. So she's saying to her friend, I was really struggling with this. I found this coach. I'm really excited about her. And the best thing is she gave me this huge discount. So when you talk to her, I bet she'll probably offer you a discount too. And now we've built discounting into the evangelizing that our customers are going to do for us. And brands can be built around discounting. Speaking of clothing brands, there are interesting stories around JCPenney, the company who is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum from Nordstrom. They've built their entire brand on discounts and sales. And when they got away from discounts and sales, their brand struggled and ultimately basically failed. So you can build a brand around discounting. The question is, do you want to? I don't think you probably want to build your brand on discounting. And I don't think you probably want to build your brand, a service brand, a coaching brand. You probably don't want to build it on discounting. But I recognize why you probably want to give discounts. There's probably a thought running through your head that says, I need to give a discount so that they'll take action because otherwise they won't take action. You might be right about an individual prospect, but if in the long run, if you're having to discount to get people to say yes over and over again, then what you're trying to do is you're trying to use discounting to compensate for some weakness in your marketing process. If the process that brought your prospect to the point of asking them to buy didn't do the job of getting very clear about what they're suffering and how important it is for them to to get rid of that suffering, if the marketing process didn't accomplish that, they they may come in to your sales process casual. They may come in without any sense of urgency. And if they come in casual, and if they come in without any sense of urgency, that your marketing process could have created, then you'll find at the end of those sales calls that the only way to turn up the temperature in that sales call, the only way to bring some urgency into it is by playing games like discounting. What I would encourage you, all of us to do is to make sure that our marketing process does turn that temperature up already. To make sure that the marketing process, the content that we're sending that client the interactions they're having with us before we ever talk to them on the phone or on Zoom, get them very clear in their own head that their suffering is significant, and the time to make a change is now. Now, when I say turn up the temperature, I don't mean apply pressure. I don't mean get pushy. What I mean is in our marketing material, in our content, we're connecting deeply with the pain that they're suffering. We're using their words, and we have their words because we've talked to so many people like them, hopefully, We're using their words to express their pain. And we're making it clear that we, as their advisor, as their coach, their guide, have the solution to that pain. We've also made it clear that the time to get rid of that pain is today. So that when they actually get into a sales conversation with us, into a free coaching session or whatever we do, they already have that feeling most of the time. Not all prospects will. But if our marketing is doing its job, enough prospects will be ready to say yes today without any kind of discounts. So those are my thoughts on discounting in general. You can run your business however you want. 
if I were to make a rule, it would be no discounts ever under any circumstances. That would be my rule because the cost of the discount in my mind always exceeds the benefit that it brings into the business. In an expertise-driven brand, in a brand where we are acting as guide, our clients and our prospects' perception of us as strong and as confident and as willing to walk away, in my opinion, is crucial to the strength of our brand and our ability to make the money we want to make in the long term. Discounting, in my mind, weakens that, that view that our prospects have of us. Okay, so let's talk about bonuses and contrast bonuses with discounts. When I offer a discount, I'm saying to the prospect, I'm going to give you the same amount of value but require less of you. So if you sign up today, I'll give you a 20% off my, my fee. When I'm offering a bonus, I'm saying, I'm going to give you more value but require the same amount from you. So it's very different psychology. One says to the client, you're required to do less. One says to the client, you're required to do the same, but I'll give you more. So the the value you're already excited about, I'm going to give you more of that value if you sign up now. I think it's better, stronger psychology to offer a bonus than it is to offer a discount. I think a bonus can strengthen the prospect view of you because they see you, they can see you as someone who's confident, someone who's who's being very abundant in the in the interaction and saying, not only will I give you all this great value, but if you get started now, I want to add to that value. Instead of saying, I want to give you all this value, but if you get going right now, I will require less of you. It's just not a great place to start the relationship. But with a bonus, it can actually strengthen the relationship, or at least it does a lot better job than discounting. I would say if you want to give bonuses or if you feel like you need to increase the urgency in the, in the sales interaction, go ahead and offer a bonus. Over the years, I've heard my clients use terms like fast action bonus in their sales conversations. If they're listening, I'm sorry, but to me, I cringe when I hear that phrase, fast action bonus. To me, that just goes in the direction of used car sales. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of bringing that kind of language and that kind of energy into, a, into a, an interaction where the prospect is viewing us as a guide, as an expert. And a person who is a guide and an expert occupies a very confident, calm space. They need to present a confident, calm demeanor, a, a demeanor that says, I'm here to help you, but I don't need you. I'm here to help you, but if you can't meet me on my terms, I find it easy to walk away from this engagement. Discounts, I think, weaken us badly. Bonuses can create a good good moment, a good interaction between us and the sales process, but I still think they ultimately weaken our client's view of us, which is why my favorite option is option number three, which is no discounts, no bonuses. Let's try to get into our prospect's heads for a second. They're suffering some pain in their life, some problem in their life. They may have been suffering with it for a long time, and they're looking for someone to guide them out of it. It's very important that they view the person who wants to be their guide as calm, confident, and never needy, never desperate, and never used car salesman. So if we're interacting, and I'm going to be your expert guide, 
who, who helps you move through and past the pain you've been suffering. When I make an offer to you, it sounds and feels like this. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to work together for about the next three months. During those three months, we'll probably talk about every other week. We will deal with all the pain and all the problems you're suffering. We'll give you tools each time we talk so that you can make progress. So that by the end of those three months, you've completely transformed that painful thing in your life, your thoughts about that painful thing in your life, and you're not feeling that pain anymore. And you have the tools now to maintain it and to continue to grow on your own. And for that, you're going to pay me $3,000 or $5,000 or $50,000. Because of course, in my business, I've seen coaches charge all of the above. But after I say, and for that, I'll ask you to pay me $50,000. I just get silent. I get silent and I let you be in your own head and I let you realize that that is the right move for you or not, frankly. It's okay if the prospect says, that's not going to be for me. Okay. But the worst thing I can do in that moment after I've offered, made my offer is to say, but good news, if you act now, I'll do X, Y, and Z. Like all of a sudden this turned into home shopping network. I know these are just my opinions and I know that people have made huge amounts of money sounding like the home shopping network. The home shopping network has made huge amounts of money. It's just my opinion that as coaches, as expert guides, we need to occupy a different space in our heads than the person on the QVC, right? We need to occupy a different space in our customers' heads than that person on the used car lot. So we make our offer, we use our voice, we inflect our voice in such a way that communicates absolute confidence, and then we allow the silence to be the thing that really gets our prospect over the hump. And we let him or her be in their own head and say, if I don't do this, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I am going to do this, even though it's uncomfortable. I think it's a tragedy to undercut that experience that prospect is having in his or her head by following our offer up with either a discount or some sort of fast action bonus. That's my take. Bringing this all the way back to my friend who just got her first paying client. I'm thrilled for you. You did an amazing job. There's nothing wrong with the discount that you offered. It probably got you over the mental hurdle of even asking for money in the first place. And for that reason, I think it was 100% worthwhile. What I want to challenge you on is next time you have a sales conversation, let's see if the first price you quoted me in that email Let's see if you'll just, just stand on that price and say, here's the result you're going to get. Here's how we're going to get there. Here's the amount of money you're going to pay me. And then just powerful silence. Have a great week, everybody. I will talk to you next Friday.